TTB Music Podcast. This could be a lost podcast. Could just a warning in advance, Pete. Does it work? I'm seeing little squiggly lines. Oh, cool. Okay. It's the technologies. That's pretty. Um, I'm, 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 so let, let me get this in my in my head. We're we're remote podcasting again. Remote podcasting whilst we're in the same. But room whilst together. we're in the same room. <laughs> yes. So uh, for long time listeners, uh, as you may know, when when the uh, pandemic hit. We did. We started doing some podcasts uh, occasionally from a dis- from a distance. Nancy Griffith, who died recently, great song. Um, on Zencaster, uh, normally we would do it in this room. Mm-hmm. Where this is uh, on my this is the technical bit system. Yeah, and uh, which decided to fall over this afternoon, uh, which okay. means that we are now using Zencaster again. But yeah. In the same room. So I could have stayed at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd have probably drank less. Yeah, uh, true. Very good. Well, it's great to be here again. Uh, this might be the last podcast. <laughs> hey! In, in the particular original Vineland Studio. I, w- I would say that the Vineland Studios are trying to tell you something, that this is the state we suddenly find ourselves in. Yeah. I will say the new Vineland Studios are uh, slightly more cramped. Well, that just add to the... Um, Ambiance. Homeliness. Yes, ambiance. Ambiance. Yeah. Very good. All right, okay. Probably not going to need two mics. In the, uh... Oh, really? That close, huh? Yeah. Is it COVID secure? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, <laughs> new podcast. Yep. We are going to get to this quickly, honest. Uh, the running list today is uh, Gary Kemp in Solo, Soda Blonde, Small Talk, For Those I Love. For those I love, uh, Claro Sling, Dave, we're alone in this together, and Marina, ancient dreams in a modern land. So, kicking off, we start with uh, Jack Kemp, uh, second solo album. Yes, see. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just leaning over your shoulders to check. Little things are yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what the level was. Just no, I, no, no. Well, do you know what? We could always come back and record it next month. <laughs> it's not like we have done it before. Yeah. No, never. So, I mean, for 26 years from his uh, first solo album, mm-hmm. Mr. Yep. Kemp. Really? I have no idea what he was doing in the year between. Um, anywho, Gary Kemp in Sulu. Peter. Oh, gosh. I thought you'd come to me with this one first. All right. Um, so, Gary Kemp. Uh, um, one for the fans. Fans of what? Gary Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> Spando? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I do remember... Um, so I'm, I'm going to tread very carefully here because um, I think maybe the hardcore fans, I'm not sure. Uh, I remember that we had that um, altercation with the, there was a certain section of the Adamant fandom a few years ago. Do you remember? Oh, yes. I remember when we used to, when we used to post stuff on, uh, on mm. the YouTube. Yes. And we attracted, we attracted. We got slightly bit arsy. We did attract some attention, didn't we? Um, uh, with a certain section of their fandom, got them all riled up. 
uh, it was mostly my fault, so I'll try not to make that same mistake again. Uh, it, look, okay, it's okay. It's, it's inoffensive. It's um, some great middle-of-the-road, white soul. There's some really good guitar riffs on here. Um, actually, to be fair, overall, there's some really interesting... Um, stuff to be said across the the theme of the album regarding detachment, loneliness. Yes. Uh, then not to mention the ever encroaching, uh, uh, creeping old age. Yes, there's a lot of which is very much very much looking back on the past. Very much looking back on the past. So the album is sort of typically sort of resting in those sort of areas thematically. Um, listened to it a couple of times uh which believe me the first time i listened to it i thought well not listen to that again but listen to it a second time i thought give it fair due you know um it, it does improve and actually the second half of the album for me i felt was much stronger than the first um i felt with the first it sort of just just to pause there because i noted and usually i think it takes to near the end to really find a it finds it's yeah it finds finds it it finds itself it finds a place and it sort of settles and it it sort of it does feel a lot stronger and i've sort of cited a couple of tracks um from the second half um the fastest man in the world is actually quite catchy yeah and um and almost immediately after that you have a song called i am the past which again is actually a genuinely affecting reflection on fallen stardom or stardom going back the other way on your on your way back yes. down yes as an artist and, and actually also that obviously ties in the whole theme of of encroaching old age as well uh, and seeing young whippersnappers kind of coming back up the other way um there's, there's something about wisdom there which is which is very touching so actually it wasn't for me a complete i don't like this album it almost was <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's 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 yeah, this was a difficult one for me to review. Um, I'm not going to say I liked it. <laughs> I'm stopping short of that. But I'm saying there's something to be appreciated here. Well, I think what I like about it, but uh, I did, my, my first note that I wrote there was, uh, I literally wrote a note saying, I mean this in a nice way, but this album is exactly what I imagined it would be. <laughs> See, I stick clear of that. Yeah, so, Adam, Adam and listener, yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> but, but they but they, but they around so, so, so point sheet reverse it. Mm. What, what I like about it is it is lyrically it it's at least at least half the album is that kind of look back on life you could have I am the past, I remember you and and waiting for the band, which I which which, which I really liked. Mm. And while whilst I what the reason I want to mention waiting the band more than any other track on the on the, on, yeah. on this is because it has spoken word clips in it. Yes. Which I think is a theme. In this particular oh, it podcast. is in this podcast. My goodness! Yeah, wow. Uh, so it was interesting. Interesting that the, the, the random album choices. I we'll made come back to that. For this, <laughs> um, pretty much every album contains random spoken word bits, even if they're not. Yeah. By artists that are doing spoken word bits. Um, I thought. I thought. The the title title track, which is the thing that kicks it off, I thought was a bit. I'm still not this. 
undecided whether I like or not in Solo itself. It has that, uh, it's a bit theatrical in the kind of Jim Steinman-esque mm. kind of way. Um, um, track after that, uh, the, well, I think track after the, the, head of the head of the game is, uh, we haven't done it for a while, Pink, has a very kind of 90s Todd kind of uh, aesthetic to it. Pink. Um, but, but then I guess, as I said, I, th- I think... There's, a, there's four or five tracks to, f- towards the end of the album where, where it actually just things roll on and you're thinking, oh, actually, no, yes, this 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 is him. This was good. And, yeah. and in, in the track you didn't mention that I really like, which is uh, towards the end of the album as well, is The Haunted. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was a really, really, nice, really, really, really good mm. track. Um, so, yeah, it was, for, for me, it was, yeah, it was, I didn't mind it. It was it, it, you could you could tell you could tell both. You could tell you could tell this is someone that's written big pop hits. Yes, they're there. But, but, but also you could tell that this is an album that where he's going. Uh, okay, I don't have to write songs for somebody else. I'm just writing songs for me. They've obviously been touring with Nick Mason's Source for the Secrets things with Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Like, prog rock of things in there. And, and a chance for him to play guitar for a change. You know, yeah. Because he was, you know, basically, it was always the sax guy, whose name I can never remember in Spandau uh, Ballet. But he got, the sax guy got the solos. Sax guy? He got the solos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It was, it was, it was <laughs> fine. So, in fact, it was solid. I'm, I'm going to give, give one with it. I'm going to say solid. Oh, hey. Grimey. Okay. Uh, so next up is uh, Soda Blonde. I was called Small Talk debut album, um, and I chose. I actually chose this album because I heard one song on uh, Six Music, and I thought oh, that's quite interesting. And then dug into the band, and they were created from the ashes of a previous band called Little Green Cars, ah. who released a couple of albums back in Ireland, obviously a few years ago. Um, in, de- in fact, they featured on the BBC Sounds of list of 2013 alongside the likes of uh, Haim, Savages, Laura Mvula, and Churches. Wow. Uh, so, in good company. That, that, yeah. <clears throat> uh, basically, what happened is one of the founding members, uh, Steve Appleby, went one way, and the remaining members of the band decided ah, to go okay. another way. Sorry. Um, and it's interesting because uh, I checked out some of the previous material, if you like, when they were there, and they definitely had more indie leanings, obviously, originally, because I hadn't really... I hadn't remembered them from the time when we actually did that BBC Sounds thing, when we probably would have listened to some of their stuff. And I think it's say that uh, sort of Blonde are more in the pure pop vein, um, but in the grown-up pop vein. And what I mean by that is... Definitely. Initially, when I was listening to it, the, the first thing that sprung to mind uh, mm. was one of our old favourites on this podcast, which was uh, Summer Camp. Mm. Yes. They have that kind of cinematic kind of pop element to them. Yeah. But also, uh, there's the output from your mind of also bands of like, like Prefab Sprout, Aztec Camera, even the poppiness of Kate Bush at times, particularly on song uh, Holy Roses and Small Talk, uh, I think that. I suppose you could even kind of, uh, you know, and you could even throw maybe Texas into the into, into the mix as well on that kind of. Oh yeah, okay. Thing. Um, and I think this is, I think this is a really really nice, really really nice record. Um, strong lyrically, which I think again is actually a theme on this particular podcast. I think there's some 
cracking lyrics in this podcast. Um, tales of love, despair, addictions, worries and stuff. And one, of the, one of my favorite lyrics, um, I, know, I will quote a few lyrics in this podcast, but one that I really liked was in Terrible Hands where it says, I think, you know, to some degree, I take the bad parts of you over the good parts of me, which is a brilliant lyric, but also horrible. When you think about it as a, as a kind of statement. Um, musically, you can tell this is a group of musicians that have been together for a while because they, they just, there's a kind of feel about it. It's comfortable and also expansive and kind of provides a like, perfect soundstage for um, singer Fayo Rourke's uh, vocals. Um, yeah, I, I, I just generally thought this was a, a really, really good record. Really good record. Favorite, favorite tracks on it, uh, ones that really kind of kept, I keep coming back to in the heat of the night, Terrible Hands, I mentioned, uh, Holy Roses, and and then Choices towards the very, I think it was the second last track on the album, which I really, really liked as well. Um, yeah, definitely a band to kind of follow and check out, really. I agree. It's, it's a mature pop with... Um shades of uh electric middle of the road 80s yes yeah in the best sense of the in word. the best sense of the word yeah. um with you know as you say the prefab sprout guitar element it's, it's also thrown in there for good measure um it's it's a very interesting record from the off it really I, I, again i find it very very strong at the start of the album but the album overall is a solid record and, and I, now i'm using that word and i mean it in the most positive sense um, I know listeners will know what we mean by that. I, I, they will, but I, I, I'm perhaps meaning more positively than the last album review. Um, it's, I found it was a, I've written down here, a soothing balm late at night Ooh. in terms of a record. It's a record you could have on late at night. Um, and if that's what they were going for, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. I think I think there's another album in this podcast that I would. No, no, there's, there's, one, no, there's one more. Yes. I'd be choosing more for the late night thing. But yes, yes, there is possibly one more actually. But I reviewed this one first, uh, and I prefer. Uh, spoilers: I preferred this one. Um, I also prefer this one. Um, so that's if that's what they were going for, that they, they they definitely succeeded because I found that this was very much a you can just put it on and listen, and it's 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 comforting. Um, it's also dark as well. Which is good, if, yeah, no, if you it, like dark. It is. Um, Again, there's quite a lot yeah, of darkness in the... There's a lot of darkness in the lyrics. I mean, Try is very moody. Terrible Hands is, you know... Yeah, I said, that's, that's why I love Me that too, line, Harvey right? Weinstein. That, it's, it's, that, that it's, line it's, it's is, grim. The line of script is pretty, yeah, exactly. brilliant. Yeah. It's It's not a happy line. No, not at all. It's, it's there's some very dark lines and some very sort of happy sounding songs conversely um i'm going to use the word juxtaposition a few th- times i think on this podcast more so than usual um but i think that's that's definitely going on here as well yeah indeed 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 so moving on uh what's next is it oh yes it's 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 dance music so ah, it's dance music but- okay not <laughs> for those I love. Oh, I know where we're going. Uh, for those I love, uh, I might have to uh, open my second beer for this one. Yes, I mean, um, <laughs> for, back, for background for for listeners, uh, you uh, It's a debut album um, from an Irishman called uh, mm-hmm. Beer Over the Work Computer. Yeah, a bit lively. Uh, uh, called David Balf. 
Mm. Uh, or Belfay, I'm not sure how it's, how it's pronunciation is. Um, and it came out, it actually came out in 2019 on a, on a uh, pretty much self-released kind of thing. Uh, but then got picked up because a lot of people were touched and moved by music and the lyrics of this record and then got, it got a major release which just come out and it's an album that's essentially about friendship and happy memories and predominantly grief um and is for all intents and purposes an act of remembrance for um, um a friend of his who was a spoken word artist and musician called paul curran uh who i believe committed suicide uh but who also features in snippets music, mm, uh, mm. in the record. It's the odd voicemail. Yes. Mm. It's very Irish. It, the whole thing is, yeah, 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 vocally at least. But another cheery record, please. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, thanks for setting me up with this one. Uh, <laughs> um, and the reason for opening that second beer will become clear. Um, I mean, this album is beautiful. It's... It's uh, it's so sad, and yet and yet so uplifting at the same time. Um, I mean, it's washed with sort of as you've alluded to the Dublin sort of punk vocals that are um, yeah, uh, very sharp. And we we did an album last year with some Dublin punk, um, and I've, subsequent research tells me it's a thing. Um, as I say, in my best English accent. Um, it, it, and, and it's 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 beautiful in that it's very uplifting musically, electronica. Um, there's some classic rave in there. There's beats. Oh, there's samples. Not only the the disconnected voicemails and WhatsApp messages and what have you. There's a couple of bread, isn't there? Yeah, there's the breads in there. Everything I own. I asked them really well. And there's then later on there's um, the, the tracks of my tears. Yes. But that's done in again, a really sort of grim lyrical setup. And even a song with that that sort of title, it sort of uplifts you in a in a kind of very much a ravey kind of way. Um and uh I mean painful as it is, the subject matter is very much uh loss of a friend who commits suicide and that is very painful uh there is hope sprinkled throughout there are some i mean some real grim talk stories about growing up in this album that he obviously draws on there's i was i mean the, the the sort of the tale of waking up drunk in belgium having suffered a horrific accident um which i can only i don't know the origins of that i can only imagine yeah there's some shenanigans and you end up <laughs> waking up in Belgium with your, your legs crushed. Uh, <laughs> I think that's not been a good weekend. Um, then there's a story of witnessing a murder victim. Oh yeah. The old man. Being beaten yeah. Thing. What's that? that there's a couple, on, there's a couple on. of beatings in this. They're not good. That's on birth through the pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but but it's all told in the story of well do you remember that time when we saw that and do you remember that time when we burned the sofa we, yeah we did, yeah we destroyed the sofa you remember that time when you came to Belgium rescued me from hospital and we all got home and my parents were pissed and and but actually it was a laugh and you told me to you know 
cherish the, the sadness and actually turn it into something positive because that's where the album ends as you know and and the the refrain that echoes from the first track right through to the last track is this lyric of i have a love and this that will never you know be down and 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 this this refrain goes throughout and i think the album actually ends really positively because it actually takes a story of utter grief and despair and and there are times when he's struggling to tell the story it's there's times when he's talking about well i couldn't even pick up my phone because i was so worried if you know all right where's the next one coming from you know what's the ne the next bad news um and that really affected me but actually everything will be all right tomorrow and it turns into a you know it ends in a really warm positive place like any rave does i'll stop there <laughs> so I'm, I'm just i'm just informing our next uh collab date all right that will be the gotcha. 50 minutes yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. This is it is a it is a, it's a lovely record, really. Yeah, which is beautiful. Which is strange to say because because it is it is it's weird. There's a version of the album that you can listen to with that that lyrics. It also works really well because mm. it, has, it has an instrumental piece. Cause, oh, because, really? Because I the, didn't know that. Because the music the music uh, is I mean, good. It carries it. It's, 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 it carries it's, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it is like a thing you can you just get sucked in by by what's going on. It's just like you think, oh, that's not nice. And you, you start listening to it. Oh, let's talk about that. So that talk about this. Talk about that. Um, and what I like about it, and why it's, it's questioned that we're reviewing it in the same album as the day, same album, same podcast um, the Dave album is that is the fact that mm. Mm. there's actually a lot of similarities between. Uh, the basics of what they're talking about, not 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 the specifics, but the kind of, the, the kind of wider kind of context context of uh, of you know, of poverty and of, of being downtrodden, really, really. and that's like the, the the whole thing that runs through the, this this record is that they we want to do this, want to do this, but everyone's telling us we can't do that, and everyone's going, "No, you're fucking scum," and just mm. putting you down, and then but then. The fact that you 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 get a gang of people and you and you coalesce around something, mm. and in this sense, it's, it's coalescing around. Obviously, there's there's it's coalescing around violence to a certain extent, but it's coalescing around a shared love of music and art and mm. things like things like that. And it's the thing that those those things that kind of draw you together and kind of bond you. Mm. Um, so, I really, really like that kind of, kind of thing. Um, and if you go to like something, something like if, if you've got a thing on your phone that shows the lyrics to the stuff, if you've got the lyrics, it is, you know, it's 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 sad. And he said himself is quite <laughs> embarrassing where right? the people are basically getting off on his grief. Yeah. Uh, but he's now dealing with it. And he said the irony is now he can affect it. When he, when he needed uh, mental health care, he can afford it. And now he can. It's great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Where was it when he actually needed it? And, and, and I think that's potentially the positivity that comes from this record is that, um, you know, it, it, it talks about, um, you know, sitting and going through 
the um the past messages and text messages from this friend and sort of just getting absolutely fucking pissed and not dealing with it well and yet you feel that you go on the journey you come out the other end and actually at the at the other end it's just like well look i still have the love i still have this love i still have this this person in my life but actually what i will do now is turn this completely around and i will do something positive and i will tell you all and i will release this record and this record will comes out and it is you do feel you got it it's like reading a really good book it's just i was i was deeply affected by it in a way that i didn't think um i would be but actually it's 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 a, such a beautiful record and it's so so po- musically it's so positive because it really sort of step taps into that sort of late 80s early 90s dance culture as well which of course is so positive compared to i guess what we yes. have today um it's just about having a good time juxtaposed there i am again with something so with utterly <laughs> grim <laughs> hello Okay, there's something slightly, well, I'm, you know, something slightly more cheery, although it's... Uh, and that's why I opened that second can of beer. Second down by a lady called mm. Claire Clairo, uh, Sling. Um, she is Claire Elizabeth Cottrell, uh, who is an American singer-songwriter. Um, been first discovered on the on the on internets yeah um so that i'm just gonna go on um to say this is a laid back album seems seems a bit unfair to kind of the phrase laid back a bit i thought that um <laughs> this is a light slow candle yeah, yeah. bottle of red wine open kind, oh, of, def- kind, yep. kind, of, kind of record um <laughs> which is interesting because she is kind she is kind of an indie person so Angel Olsen type kind of, kind of person, but this is but this is mostly that kind of thing, but kind of flipped back to early mid seventies singer songwriter chic, really. So you're thinking Carol King. I'm going to mention Todd Rundgren again because because the song. Although probably the most Todd song is actually the instrumental song, Joni. Yes. Um, yes. And I think this is a lovely record on one level um but perhaps due to her almost kind of whispered vocal style like i have to confess i kind of got lost in it several times and not lost in it in a good way i was more of a kind of distracted in an engaged way which is a shame because i think there are really there are some really really great moments on this record um because there's a, there's, an, there's one of the best abrupt endings to a song that I've ever heard in my entire life, life on I think it's the song uh, Zinnius which literally just kind of ends mid-beat yes which I thought fucking genius mm. love that um, which then goes into Blowers which is one of my favourite songs on the, on, yes. on, on the record yeah, yeah. which also has a thing about again back to great lyrics and that kind of thing about you're setting up you're, you're getting out with someone or your friends with someone come sit down and have that serious conversation and all the blokes doing is looking at your tits. Yeah, that kind of thing. And you're thinking, yeah. You've either, you, people listening, you've all been there in one of those two roles. <laughs> Even if you're guilty about it, you've you've been in that role before. Um, and my thing about this album is, I think individually, most of the songs are really good. 
but for me, it just it, it, for some reason, it didn't really coalesce. Yeah, it's a listening experience for me because because when I when I it's kind of like you could you could put most of these songs on a playlist and you'd be going, yeah, that's my song. In the context of an album, I, I kept getting distracted, which is a shame because, like I said, I, I actually think the material itself is actually pretty good. So that's me. I, 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 I agree. This album starts really strong. Um, it's smooth. It's easy. It's mature pop music. Um, there's some really mellow disco in there. Um there's some chill out. You remember the chill out craze of the early noughties? You know, your sort of zero sevens and such. Yes. Yeah, that's all there. And particularly around the track Partridge. Um, I even thought, and I, I, I know they've come back together recently and I can't wait to review an ABBA record, but <laughs> even with Amoeba, some of their quieter, softer moments, uh, you know, I think there's something there. And but the, the the sort of that shade of late sixties, early seventies, lo-fi kind of sound really sort of resonated with me as well. And you've mentioned Zinnius and Blouse. I think that's where it sort of peaks. Yeah. It really after that, after getting off, after getting off to quite a strong start and moving along at a pretty good pace, I find the album suddenly really slows down. And, and, and dare I say, it might sag a little bit in the middle. Um, and I don't think it ever gets that momentum going again. Yeah. So it's, as you say, it's not cohesive. Um, and whilst the ending is fair enough, and you mentioned the, the instrumental, um, it it does sort of sort of fritter out. Um, and, and, and I know that sounds really, it sounds much harsher than I intended to be, because actually, it, and this is the album I was thinking of, well, Actually, no, I think this is the album you were thinking of. When I talked about Soda Pop earlier and said, oh, it's a great late night bomb. This is probably a better late night bomb. Yes. But I'd probably fall asleep listening to it. But, it, but, it, but, it, but it, it's late night album yeah, in, in the classic. You can have it on and people could talk over it. And yeah, it. and not and actually that, listen to I, it. And you're not going to be annoyed that people talk no. over it. No, exactly. Um, so it, it just felt better to, to begin with than where it ends. Moving back to the spoken word. Oh, yeah. Uh, the spoken word, indeed. Dave, last reviewed on podcast 3, August 2019. Yeah, was um, it? We were both very yeah. positive about his debut album, Psych uh, Psychodrama. Yeah. Psychodrama. Um, I love Dave. Dave's brilliant. I was reminded of that, how much I love Dave when um, there was a mo there's a moment on this album when Stormzy guess. I was yeah, just like, third track, yeah. yeah, and it it just sort of it washed over me. I was like, nah, I prefer Dave. <laughs> Can you say that because because right. one of the things I wrote top line was better better without the additional the, the uh, additions of other people. No, no, I, I dis even, I, even whilst there are some good tracks. No, there are some good people on this. So I'll come to that. Um, look, this is we're all alone in this together. <laughs> Once again, pointed social commentary, exploration of you know background origin, um, 
I think the last album focused much more on mental health, whereas this is more more on origins of Dave's story. Um, whilst well, so, well, there's still mental health, but it's still there yeah. because it's still there because of the the sort of the the, the commentary around sort of growing up and uh, and again lyrically remains as 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 honest and gritty as ever. Whereas, but I felt musically actually this felt more. Uh, and this is probably the wrong word, confident in terms of the, the production. I, not confident in terms of the, the style, but confident in terms of the, the value of the production felt a lot stronger. Um, it felt better produced is what I'm waffling at saying in terms of an album. Um, I thought there was a freshness to it and and a sort of, at the same time, I just felt very strong and I thought lyrically, again juxtaposition third time um i'm not going to mention it again um still very biting against this sort of backdrop of um tracks that just felt that that just really worked with the tracks that he was speaking to yeah there's a lot of piano on here which is just gorgeous there's, i think i think, I think, I think, I think, I think particularly musically the, uh, yeah. the second half of the album is, is, is yeah is very good music. it works really well um, but again, as you would expect from Dave, um, UK politics bobbles up on every track. Um, the question of, or the statement of being black, social commentary around growing up in London, hello Streatham, um, immigration and the origins of. Absolutely. Uh, very strong on, particularly on the track, I think it's Three Rivers. Yeah, very three powerful. Three Rivers And it's one of my favourites and it's not just about um, obviously, immigration from from Africa. But it's also it's sort of Eastern European from about twenty years ago, plus yeah. Middle East. It's all about the whole sense of identity. It's that whole sense of identity. It doesn't matter where you're from, um, which is just very powerful and very powerfully well done. Um, there's a really there's also this subplot throughout the album as well. There was with the first one. I, I remember a sort of him on the couch with the counsellor. Yes. This time, the subplot is him telling or sort of subscribing to an imaginary film that's being made about his life, which is kind of enables him to tell a bit of an origin story. And at the very beginning, at the very beginning, you get the spoken word bit that's like a voicemail from his agent saying, I've got this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then later on, you obviously have this sort of, the sort of um and forgive me not in the film industry you know those moments where the sort of head-to-head -head talking head sort of moments yes. obviously dave just sort of saying well this is my life story um and then that's a really great device for telling a wider story it's just dropped in there i like that i like that a lot um but what i really liked i mentioned three words what i really and there's a couple of others i'll let i don't want to go into them what i really liked was both sides of a smile which is the track with james blake no yeah, I think John Cooper tracks actually. Yeah, musically, I think Kurt's couple of songs that I've Not, not an artist I really sort of care for, but I think a long time since reviewed James. Blake. A long time, but I thought that was a really strong track about a relationship that's obviously failed, collapsed, what have you. Um, and there's an uncredited artist on there who I thought was really great as well. So great, in fact, listener. I actually looked her up, um, and she is called Sha Simone. And uh, she is also on that track telling the, the other side yes. of the story. Um, and I just thought that was brilliant. 
Um, and finally, towards the end of the album, Heart Attack, there's a m- moment in that where he talks about knife crime and the music suddenly just all drops away. Yeah. And it's just I like, him. I, like, I, like I that love that moment. I like that a lot as well. And it's just him just getting it all out there. Um, and it's just done so well. Brilliant. Brilliant album. Yeah. Uh, I, also, I also like this record as well. Also, the, the start, starts, it starts around the opening track. It kind of sets the stage, if you like. Um, well, I suppose the opening track is probably the most like the... It's almost like the opening track is the kind of connector track, if you like, between mm. the previous album and this album, because it is... What's about him? It's also about the mental health thing as well. And someone, someone getting contact saying I'm thinking of committing suicide, and then not kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of thing. So it connects nicely. Um, I agree. But as I say, it is, it is again. It, this is why I think the kind of uh, invention level actually lifts Dave above most of his contemporaries that we've dealt with. Um, because even on the duller tracks, if you like the tracks, they go, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still enough to engage you, oh, yeah. whether it's musically or lyrically. Mm. Um, so you get to the end of the album and you're thinking, yeah, that was right. Uh, and certainly a problem I've had with a couple of things we've reviewed recently, recently on, on the... Uh, rap side of things for me have suffered from really good lots of crap filler really good yeah whereas the crap filler on this is good it's really good yeah Yeah, it's it's consistent yeah there's some really good really good and there's some good good good, really good you think that's what you want from record you want one to go yeah it dips but only slightly dips and you you, good thing um i say for me the collabs thing particularly the start of the album uh, we're, we're not quite as strong as no. the solo stuff, but that wasn't a problem. But again, uh, this was an album for me that, that that grew. So as 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 it progressed, it got stronger. And and what I also like as well is it wasn't all same genre. So so you got some jazz stuff coming in as a background mm. for a couple of songs and. You, 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 and you got the traditional, if you like, rap beats coming in as well, and it just pushed home the whole thing. The whole thing. So then you got Daniel Kaluuya, in the fact, at the end of Three Rivers, speaking of back to the thing of having clips of people in your in your in your records. Mm. Um, just yeah, just a really really good enjoyable record. Listen, listen to listen, listen to. Educational, entertaining. Yeah. What more do you want? I w- I'm always conscious when um, you know we we review an album like this. We are two middle aged two middle aged white guys <laughs> sat <laughs> reviewing an album by Dave. But actually, uh, this is uh, this is up there with with some of the best we've done. The thing is, yeah, music, 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 music. Good music is good music. Yeah, and that's, good and music that's, is that's, good music. Yeah. And as he says himself on the album. You know, um, it, it, it colour comes into it, but kind of for him, it ain't matter. You know, it's 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 fantastic. It's a it's a really strong album. Or I think it was a 
What's the point of being rich when your family ain't? It's like flying first class and crashing a plane. Exactly. So finishing off, because, you know, we've got pups to get to. Uh, Marina, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land. Uh, fifth album from Marina, who was originally Marina the Diamonds. Um, and we have reviewed uh, several times in the past. I think, I, think, I think we definitely reviewed the first album, but I don't have the date for that. But uh, last time we did it was definitely in 2015 for her third album, Fruit, uh, which I believe we liked. Um, this album immediately reminded me of why we liked it back, back then, to be honest. Um, this is a, for me, a splendid 36-minute pop record. Um, ticks all my boxes, mainly the 36-minute bit, but, but, you know. <laughs> it's you know, short, yeah. yeah. It's short, and, and, and has an almost, for me, faultless first side if you if you do it in old money terms yeah uh, tracks one to six are just just top draw and why i like it is because again you've got really well-crafted pop songs humor and cleverness still there in the lyrics so you're still that non-conforming about sexism about me too or etc etc but you still have that quirkiness that kind of sparks lena lovich kind of quirkiness there in the background which I originally so, loved so much and then bizarrely even as I played to uh, the other half of our house the fact that the second song of the album is it's basically a Duran Duran song <laughs> Venus Flytrap is musically totally 80s Duran Duran it's, it's like it's, it's marvellous um but yeah, I'm keeping this short because we're running time, but time. But yeah, it just for me, just a lovely, lovely, lovely pop record. Great songs. I love the bit about in um, a comment song is um, when she talked about Marilyn's bungalow being bought by the uh, by um, a sheik who killed thousands of gay men. Yeah, that's why he bought the campus hotel in LA, kind of thing. Similar. Like Reminded me of why, literally, I was thinking, yes, this is why we liked Marina when it was Marina Diamonds came out for the first time. It's like fun it, pop music. It, it really is fun. It's a really fun record. It's energetic. It moves along at speed. It's loud. Um, I was going to say returns form, but she never went out of form. So, you know, it's, it's great. Just great to have her back. Um, it also, you know, zips along, but covers... Yeah. environmental concerns, psychology, relationships, mental health again. Indeed. She does pose herself as a pop's psychiatrist. That's um, someone that also went a bit mental yeah. on the, on there's, the even, yeah. there's even a lyric in there about her not ending up as everyone's mother, even though she doesn't have children of her own. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sweet. <laughs> um, it's, it's a brilliant record. I, again, of all the records we've reviewed tonight, um, I mean, this, I enjoyed this. I really did enjoy this. I've written the least about it. <laughs> so I was just like, it's great. Listen to this record. It's fun. And there we have it. Until next time. Uh, and oh, hang on. Next Ooh. time? Next time? Well, well, no, well, we'll, do, we'll do the what's your podcast. What's coming next time? <sighs> what's coming next time? Fucking hell, what's coming next time? Yeah. Drake. That's what's coming next time. Excellent.
remember how much if, if you're a long time listener you'll remember how much i loved the last break album so there's a bar being set yeah, there see it on the memory quite yeah, yeah. a low bar yeah. as we said so but also we have some big hitters we have some big time. records next yeah. time so it was i mean we didn't talk about this at the beginning it was very hard to concentrate on this podcast looking looking at the next podcast come out. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah so we have the new album by churches mm. we have the new album by oh yeah uh, well the new albums in fact by two previous album of the year winners wow in halsey and uh casey musgraves we have drake and we have we'll have two other for the record we'll find two others you know yeah there'll be some random metal album that we can actually random metal for a while so. yeah random metal Sorry, I completely interrupted you there. We were, about, Maiden, maybe. We were about to do podcast of this. The, sorry, album of this podcast. <laughs> that as well. That as well. That as well. Um, Where are we going? Oof. I don't know, actually, um, to be honest. Um, the album I've listened to the most, I have to be said, is the Marina album. Mm-hmm. Um, the album I admire the most is For Those I Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, how are you mm. thinking about this? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm with you there. For those I love, for those I love, it's... Um, yeah, because for those I love is... is, 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 is because it's different. Because yeah. It's, I mean, it's, well, it's not different because... Cause, cause different, way, but not different. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. But because of the story behind it, because of... The, of feeling behind it because the fact that the dance music itself genuinely works yeah in and of itself um i can see why and actually lots of reviewers have also concurred on it I, I can see why this album has touched the nerve if you like yeah oh for sure i i, I think having wax lyrical i think it has to be that for me um, but but obviously Dave and Marina are in there as well. Right, triumvirate. See you next I'm time. I'm done. Bye. <laughs>